0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds, Mike, the intern. Ned Reynolds enjoying our big, giant black cups of coffee on this National Coffee Day. Why not? But but every day. Day. but every coffee. day. If we don't have it, uh, we usually tear apart the studio and scream like cavemen. But uh, today we're going to be civilized and enjoy <laughs> our coffee. Speaking of being civilized, the Missouri Valley Conference gets a little bit of a new addition for the next season. How's that going down?
1: Starting That's right. Starting in the 22-23 season, next basketball year, Belmont University joins the Missouri Valley Conference. It's a very big get for the Valley. Not many of you, well, it's unfair to say. Some of you may be familiar with Belmont. It's in Nashville, Tennessee, and it is, one of, from an academic st- standpoint, one of the finest Music colleges in America. Why not? It's in Nashville, and many of the Nashville artists go to Belmont. But their basketball programs, nothing short of outstanding. They're leaving the Ohio Valley Conference, and that league appears to be falling apart. This is the fourth team to leave the Ohio Valley this year, and there may be more. Uh, Belmont. We'll join the Missouri Valley, which is a far tougher league, but a a far more credible league as well. Belmont's men's basketball team has won the league championship seven of the last nine years they've been in the league, and that's all they've been in nine years. Their women's team has won... The championship four times in those nine years. They have a very good basketball program. They'll compete in the Valley in every sport except football. They don't have football on their agenda, but they do have baseball and all the others. So Belmont University, the Belmont Bruins out of Nashville, really a classy program joining the Missouri Valley Conference. are a men's team and the women's too will be in for a bit of a comeuppance because this is a, t- a tougher league. I'm wondering what's going to happen to the Ohio Valley, one of which is SEMO. Semo's an Ohio Valley conference team, and that league now is down to eight after having been up in the 14 and 15 category. Are they falling apart? We'll find out. Well, it's good to hear that we're going to get
0: more competition in the Missouri Valley. So... The end of the Lions-Ravens game was obviously historic for the big kick, but there were some incidents that happened that I think the Detroit Lions were expecting some kind of explanation of why this went down. They still haven't got it yet,
1: have they? They have not. They still don't have it, and should that kick have even been made? That's the big question. It was, and it will stand. Score is 17-16 in favor of the Detroit Lions in the final seconds of the game. Baltimore hands the football, and they take it down – and they, I believe they ran a running play, and then Lamar Jackson spiked the football. When he spiked the football, that stops the game clock, of course, but it does not stop the play clock. The play clock is what decides how long you have in the huddle. All right, he goes back to the huddle, and he gets set to call the shots and all that, and the play clock runs out, according to the clock on television. Ran out, and it's a good second over. Officials allowed the play to go on. It was an incomplete pass that stopped the game clock again. But there should have been a five-yard penalty. Officials didn't mark off any five-yard penalty. They didn't call a delay of the game. And as a result, Justin Tucker kicks home his historic 66-yard field goal. Should have been a five-yard penalty. There has been no explanation yet as to why the officials did not call that delay of the game. Well,
0: you would think that at least at some point, because the coaches, they kind of have their own thing too, kind of like the Players Association, so that could be brought up through that too, I'm sure. Someone else, is, someone else other than the, the head coach of the Lions, if we're talking about it here in Springfield, Missouri, has got to be Well, everybody saw it. There's it not a
1: matter there. And the National Football League front office saw it as well. But the fact that they haven't responded, which is usually, hey, we're very sorry, Tough luck. The way things go. That's usually the answer, and you got to live with it. But there's not even that forthcoming. Very unusual the NFL hasn't replied yet.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. The Kansas City Chiefs dropping in the power rankings.
1: Uh, I think average it's probably like 8, 9. Is that what you're saying? There's one of them that has an intent. That's the ESPN ranking. That's way, way too low. The other two of the major rankings have the Chiefs around 6th or 7th. That's a little bit more realistic, considering that they have two losses. They're somewhere in the 7-8 to eight category. It averages out to that. But the Chiefs are better than that. And I think they'll show that when they play the Eagles this weekend. Well, that's killing me. Philadelphia is my boyhood team. But be that as it may, the Chiefs are a better team. I think they will show that they're, 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 they are the better team. They do have Josh Gordon now on the practice squad He's going to have to get himself in shape if he can get in shape. He's 30 years old now and hasn't played. So it's going to take him a while, but eventually he'll certainly add to their receiving court. It's
0: not surprising the Kansas City Chiefs are where they are in the power rankings, but uh, the Chiefs are so good of a team that most of the time they can even beat themselves, which they've done (laughs) twice this year so far. Hopefully they're done doing that. St. Louis Cardinals, can you believe this?
1: 17 straight victories now. This is this is really this is stupid. No teams win 17 in a row to end the season, but the Cardinals have. And with that victory, they clinched the wild card. Not that there was really any doubt about it, but they did make sure that they are the second wild card team. So the National League wild card race is all over. Cardinals win it by a score of six to two. Did spot the Milwaukee Brewers a two nothing lead and came back to tie the game and eventually against Milwaukee's bullpen, tear them apart. Milwaukee, hey, they're they're adjusting their lineup, getting ready for the playoffs. They will start their playoff as the division champion, and that will be a week from Friday. Of course, they have to complete the regular season first, but uh, they'll start the playoffs a week from Friday. The Cardinals will play their game a week from today or tonight, whatever the case might be. I'm going to get into a bit of a rant here, Mike, because while this will be viewed as very negative, and it is by me by and the audience as well, I'm not, I know it's been a rule since 2012 to have a second wildcard team in there, but I'm not in favor and never have been. And this year, for instance, they're probably, the Cardinals are probably going to play the Dodgers. Well, the Dodgers at the moment have 102 wins, Cardinals are in the 80s. Now, It'll change by the end of the season because there are three or four or five more games remaining. But is that really right that a team with over 100 wins faces a, t- a lesser team in the record and has a chance of getting knocked out in one game? That doesn't seem to me to be fair at all. But that is the way it, it, the rules are. It's a crapshoot, but I just can't believe I woke
0: up this morning seeing that we... Got 17 wins. Just It blows, blows my 17 mind. 17 straight. blows my mind. But hey, go Cards, baby. <laughs> um, now we know what the uh, future holds for the St. Louis Cardinals. Five games left, and there are some teams that are still battling for their position and where they're going to be at. Who are they?
1: Not in the National League, but in the American League, yes. It looks like the New York Yankees apparently appear to have pretty good solid control of the number one wild card position that's the way things are shaping up now they have a two-game lead over the Boston Red Sox a two with a two-game lead with five to play as far as that second wild card team is concerned oh my goodness there is a heck of a battle going on between the Red Sox the Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners who have a very good chance of getting in there all within one or a half a game of each other with five still to play So the Yankees, and we're going to assume the Yankees hold on to win. They might not. You never can tell. But the fact of the matter remains that if they do, who's going to be their opponent in a one-game playoff? Strange, but that's the way Major League Baseball wants it. And the rumor is that they may add more playoff teams. That waters down the field, in my opinion. But... You know what? Well, they didn't ask me. No, they didn't ask you. <laughs> but at the
0: same time, it just at a certain point, we're going to have half the teams in baseball going
1: into the playoffs. And man. my point That's... is this. There are 30 Major League Baseball teams. Why not have them all in? <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, if you're going to go that way. It's a one-game playoff. Uh, all
1: what's, we're
0: going to have the playoff playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. The uh, Royals were in Cleveland on Monday. They lose. Then they go
1: back to Coffin for a series. They're like, hey, we can beat you at home. Against the same team. And they are still the Indians. They will be for another five games. Royals beat them last night, 6-4. Kansas City, I tell you, they're ending the season on a very strong note, and that bodes well for them in 2022. I like the Kansas City ball club. They're playing well. Salvador Perez, banner year, should be an MVP candidate. Probably won't win it. it will go to Otani of the Los Angeles Angels. But the Royals still have a lot going for them. Uh, This is it for the Indians. Uh, The Royals have already made history by helping Cleveland close their home series as the Indians. That's the last home game. But then Cleveland will play their final game on Sunday, and that will be their final game after 106 years as the Cleveland Indians.
0: No more. I guess we're just going to have to watch uh, Major League if we want to remember it that way. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you right now, buddy. Joe Boo will be alive and well in this studio for as long as we're here. You have a great Wednesday.